Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to One P Talk, One Purpose Blog Talk Radio Show. I am the editor and owner of One Purpose Magazine, and I am here with another week of our community chat, where we bring you love talk, culture topics, and main topics that are centered around health, wellness, and mental health. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. I hope you are here to enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Nia. I am here live with you all today at my regular scheduled time, 3 o'clock on Sundays. I am here to love on you with a little bit of talk, just chat with you, be cool and laid back. I wanted to bring some music, but I'm having a hard time with that. But it's cool. I'll work it out in due time. When the time comes for me to add that in, it'll be available for me to do so. But until then, you have me just chatting with you, talking with you, trying to go through, trying to get through life. You know, that that intro, I'm going to have to change it, I guess, because the other talk, the mental health talk and all of those other things are for my digital show, which airs Thursday evenings at 8 p.m. on the YouTube channel. And, of course, I upload it to One Purpose Magazine where you can find it there and get whatever it is that I'm talking about when it comes to the Rust Belt cities and and what's going on, what has been, what is now, and what is projected for the future. I talk about all that stuff on the magazine. But here I'm just here to chat a little bit about positivity and and looking forward and being at peace in Wusan because we're starting a new week, right? It's a new week of trials and tribulations. What's next? What's happening? What's going on? <laughs> we never no, in these times that we're in, and these days we really have to create our own news and, and walk at our, create our own rhythm and walk at our own tempo because, child, it's just crazy in the world. It is just insane. It's always something going on. It's tragedy, like everywhere that you turn. It's some type of trauma, drama, or something that'll get you down. That's why you have to create your own atmosphere of influence. And in that atmosphere, you have to have positivity. You have to have good talk. You have to have uh, a supernatural presence of the Lord and Savior around you. Because if you don't, you get caught up in this world and you get caught up in the realities and it can be devastating. So we have all of these mechanisms to help people who get into these things and so many things that help people try to escape those, those I want to call them soul ties. <laughs> we equate soul ties with relationships, but my God. The tragedy of the, the tragedies of this world are creating soul ties with people. That's something to kind of dig into. I'm, I've never really looked at it that way, but that is definitely something that I think is worth looking into to see how this society is 
at some kids outside of my office, and I, I'm ready to go and say something, but, you know, I'm try, I am try to be good to kids because, like I said, we're living in this world of trauma and drama, and a lot of stuff that they experience and isn't fair to them. So when they feel free, you kind of just want to let them be free, but it's like, okay, y'all got to quiet down at some point. But aside from that, the point of being here on the show today is to define your season. What does that mean? Defining your season, understanding in this world, uh, this new world that we're living in post-pandemic, what does it mean to define your season? So for me, you know, on the other side of the pandemic, I guess we're on the other side. You know, there are people in, in, in medicine who will say that we're not, but I think that collectively, as a society, we have decided that we're done with COVID. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. At least that's from, you know, what I see. If it's the proper way to handle it, I don't know. But from what I see, most people are over it and have moved on with their lives. And, you know, there are some people talking about going back in masks, and that's really totally up to them, and it's their assessment, and it's fair, whatever it is. But What does it mean to define where you are right now? What does it mean in these strange times to have clarity on what it is that you are supposed to be doing? Most of us, you know, we seek, we go to church, we try to get a word from God, we try to use our rituals to get us aligned, to help us with our alignment. We try to use our connections with people. We try to evaluate what's going on in society and see where we fit in. We we try to find our community and our village and and see how we can be used in those areas. I think if we have a healthy mindset, You know, we do that. You have people who have other issues, but we're not addressing that. But we try to find clarity on where we are and what it is that we should be doing collectively in this season, in this time. And the reality is that everyone plays a role. Everyone has something to do. All of us have something that's assigned to us to accomplish, right? So what do we do to define if we are in our proper alignment for the season and the assignment that we have for us? Am I recording? I think it went out. Sorry. That we have for us. What What is it? What do we do? How do we figure that out? What are the answers? How do we come to that clarity? How do we get that? Easy. Very easy. You have to have a personal relationship with who and what you believe in. You have to be in tuned with the God in you to have clarity on what it is you are supposed to be doing. Because, listen, this is what I truly believe. I believe this with 100% of my being. Where you are right now, the very moment, in this moment, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You are exactly 
where you are supposed to be. So are you dreaming about being in another country right now? If you're dreaming about being in, a, in somewhere else, in another house, home, or you're in an apartment, you want to be in a home, you, that's your dream. And you probably will be there, and you will probably get there most likely. If you see it in your mind and you put your actions to going towards it, you will get it. Whatever it is you envision is yours, right? We can start it. We can believe that. If you see it, it's yours. If you can envision it, it's yours. But where you are in the moment that you sit in right now, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Find the gratefulness in that. Find the gratefulness in where you are in this moment and be there. Find the joy in it, even if it's somewhere you don't want to be. Even if it's some, get the lesson out of it. What did you learn? What got you there? What did you do or what did you not do <laughs> to get you to where you are, where you sit in this moment right now, at this very moment? Take a moment. Look around. And I tell people all the time, one of the blessings that God gives us, the gift is the gift to write. I journal a lot. I journal many things. I talk to God through my writing. I take notes of the, of the visions and the thoughts that he gives me, and I jot them down in my notes. And you all know, you all realize, I, I hope at this point, that when I talk about God, I talk about God generally, and I know that a lot of Christians really don't like that. They want you to define and confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But God has given me permission <laughs> to be free in allowing people to see him how they choose to see him and to connect with people and converse with people in that way. And if people have an interest in talking to me about Christ and Jesus, then we'll just have that conversation. But right now, I am handling it the way that God has allowed me to handle it. So whoever your God is, however you see God, um, be at peace with that. Be at peace with how you define God in your life. And I promise you, the the way that God wants you to see him will manifest. But the key is to always find peace. And like I said, I journal these things down. I journal my thoughts. I journal my concerns. I journal and I write down my fears. And, and I talk to God through my writing. And I talk to God through my notes. And, and I consider those my prayers. I, I, I do this because my mind is a conflicted place. <laughs> so when I get things out, I can give life to them. It's just like speaking a word. God give us the gift to write things down. And, to, and I look at my journaling as a way to get things out, as a way to pray, as a way to see God's prophetic word, um, to, to see it with my eyes because he uses me for prophecy over my life, over my kids' lives. And I'm able to reflect upon those 
those prophetic messages and those visions through my written words. So I go back to those things sometimes, and I'm able to get what it is God is trying to give me in in those times through things that I have written down. So that's why I say that you have to be at peace with where you are. Exactly where you are is where you're supposed to be. And it's important for you to be in that moment and to be grateful for that moment so that you can hear from God and get exactly what it is that you need to move to wherever it is that he's trying to take you and in your on your next journey, on the journey that you're currently on, you know, if it's not even a journey, whatever, however it's defined, if it's not a journey, if it's just a simple place of learning gratefulness, if it's just a simple place of being able to reflect, because sometimes those moments of reflection are important, you know, and it's so it's, we are we live in such a rushed society. We live in a society that sometimes we feel like we we are not enough. And to God, you are enough. I was telling my daughter, and I don't know if I should share this, but I'm gonna share it. But I was telling her that I was explaining to her about being enough because I want her to understand that she's. Always enough. God, don't. I told her God sent <laughs> She got tickled by this. But I said, God sent you here, bald head with a pot belly. <laughs> no hair, or little hair, and a big belly. And that's just how He sent you here as a baby. You can't talk, you can't walk, you can't do anything. You know, you are, but you are good enough. You are good enough to be here. You are good enough to be used. And he sends you here with everything that you need to be who it is that he calls you to be in the time that he has you here. We get distracted. We get thrown off. But I guarantee you that those distractions were allowed. Those moments where you got thrown off track were allowed because it gives you the opportunity to learn something. Every mistake was strategic. God allowed it. Every bad decision was strategic. God allowed it. He allowed everything that happened to to create you and to form you into who it is that you need to be for the mission that you are sent here to accomplish. And I really want people to get that in their soul because guess what? You alone are enough. So until next week, I will holler at you all and be alone and be enough.